Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Your rent's due, motherfucker!
Jersey Judah, back for another week, right? Did I do something this morning? <coughs> no, I didn't do shit this morning. Matter of fact, um, by the way, Jersey Judah, all right, Crimson Capsule Chapel. I was supposed to uh, get my oil changed today. Couldn't do that because, you know, everywhere is fucking booked. Now, my check engine or the oil change light came on Friday. So I really I really didn't make that much moves on uh, Friday and the weekend. I really just focused on the podcast and I really got back into skating, which I forgot how uh, physically enduring that shit is. I'm feeling it now. My legs are still hurting, but I'm back, man. Another episode. Finally, these parking lot lights finally came on because, man, I'm at my job, my job. <laughs> Shout out to CGA, my job. I'm at my job right now. You know what I mean? Slaving. And um, they didn't have the parking light lights on, which was actually cool because I was in the car hotboxing because, you know, I smoke. I don't give a fuck about this shit. Y'all niggas know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I ain't coming on here acting like I'm high and mighty. I'm just a nigga from the street that like to smoke. You know what I mean? Do my eight and hit the gate and get my time to speak my mind. Um, This is going to be a pretty random episode, mostly because it's not that I don't have shit organized. It's just like <laughs> today's been a, an all right day for Monday. I got to say it hasn't been that bad, but we got a, a clip from a tribe of men and he's responding to Kevin Samuels. Then we got Jordan Peterson, which I might save that for the end. I'm very uh, wishy-washy when it comes to Jordan Peterson, because there's a lot of things that he says that are agreeable without a doubt. It's just some things, not so much. But as you guys already know, I say it. I don't agree with anybody 100%. I don't think anybody should should agree with me 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to be real with you because that's the thing about individuality that bitches will never understand. Like, you have to find, as a man, you almost have to find your place. Like, literally, you have to find your place. Now, you may find that place in other people's company. But that other people's company may just be out of desperation. It may just because they see something in you that they can manipulate and take advantage of. So you have to come to your opinion. But you also want to, you know, research and stay up on shit. That's why I give people um, the content creators. You know what I mean? Um, I believe the Jordan Peterson. I got to find where that channel's from exactly. But I think I've went over that channel before. And he plays uh, a lot of clips or compilations, if you will, of um, Jordan Peterson. But I, I, I give credit to damn near everybody in this shit because I believe everybody has something to offer, you know, in this space. I like how Austria D says it. Like, if, if you've been fucked over, if you've been cheated on, or if you've been gaslit, or if you've been manipulated, I think it's more appropriate to talk about it than to pretend it never happened and just play on player. Like, that shit is dead. 
You mean shout out to CGA. We brought that up in the last episode. The PUA industry, all it is is rewritten uh, pimp knowledge from back in the day. That's really what it is. And then PUAs today, they don't go by pickup artists. So they're not considered, they don't, they don't necessarily stay in that particular uh, field just out of the uh, reputation that it gets. So they consider themselves dating coaches and et cetera. But my, my thing is everything ain't for everybody, right? My way of thinking comes from experience. And it just so happens that a lot of other niggas that talk about this shit, it's almost as if they're speaking directly to me. You see what I mean? It's just when you get out, if, when you go outside of that macho trying to impress everybody and just speak what the fuck is really going on, it, it's, it's, you'll, you'll see. A lot of guys aren't capable for this shit. That's why I say the red pill ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? The demographic 10% women uh, uh, apparently listen to this shit out of amusement or just out of the reality that the shit that I'm saying is true. Because my detractors, even even earlier on, where I was, I was actually ironically more popular on Facebook at that time than I would ever probably be here, because I had a connect, I had a reach. Like I've said countless times, uh, Tennessee, Arizona, uh, the Bronx, New York, Wisconsin, um, Alberta, Canada. They, these places and and people from these areas were listening to my shit. You know what I'm saying? On Facebook. And my only detractors were weak-minded men. Women would rarely, women would comment and say, yeah, that's true, unfortunately. See, they acknowledge this shit. So I don't, I don't come on here to bash women per se, but there's a good portion of women that, that need to be dealt with. And we're about to jump into it right now, man. Uh, a Kevin Samuels classic, RIP to Kevin Samuels. Shout out the tribe of men and let's get it. One more Kevin Samuels video because that one was just too much fun. Let's get into it. You said you had a nine-year marriage that you that you divorced from, and you had a relationship that you left because he was cheating. Yeah. And you never cheated. I have. Exactly. Here we go. And how long ago that did that end? About maybe seven years ago. And what have you been doing since then? Yeah, that song, by the way, is always going to be connected to Kevin Samuels. Every time I hear that that song or that that instrumental in the background, it's just you know what I mean? It's crazy. R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels. When I started working on myself, because but see, that's a, that's what I don't understand. Seven years, man, I'm not thirty-seven or forty-four. Jesus yeah. Christ, how long are y'all supposed to French toast work? Forty-four. She's forty-four years old, looking for a man. <laughs> what do you need from a man financially? Everything. For him to hold it down. There what does go. that mean? Hold it down. So what that means is, you know, hold it down as a woman and hold her down is translation for pay my way through life. Even though I'm 44, broken down, not worth a fuck, not worth a damn, not worth children, not worth companionship, I need to be held down. 
In other words, I need my way pay. I need my way paid for free because I have a vagina and I'm there. That's the burden of a parent for these women catch up to them. Expectations, vanity and entitlement. EVE, the destruction of the modern day female. Entitlement, vanity in which she is losing. As we are talking now, her looks decrease, guys. As we are speaking, as I'm speaking right now, her looks are, in fact, decreasing. Legit, right? Her vanity is her worst enemy. Vanity is, in a lot of cases, a woman's worst enemy. Now, of course, there are exceptions. There are the women who are just not as attractive as the attractive women. So she has to compensate. Um, she has to compensate that beauty for actually being submissive, for actually being considerate. She actually has to be nice. Versus an attractive bitch, she doesn't have to be nice at all. Bitches don't even have to speak, dude. Like, a bitch doesn't even have to speak. She can just go into a room and stand there. And guys are going to look. She's going she's gonna to have her look. And then she's going to look. She's going to give more focus to a particular guy or a particular group of guys. And those guys will get the indications of, hey, I'm going to go talk. Bitches don't even have to say anything. Just be presentable, take a bath, and don't be a cunt. That's all. That's That's solid. Three steps on how to be a wife. Be presentable, which by presentable meaning um, be in shape. That's just how be in shape. Dress accordingly. Take a bath. Wash your funky ass and don't be a cunt. That's all you're that's all you can. That's all you really have to do. Women made shit extremely complicated. All this shit that's happening, dating, like the dating culture, which the dating scenes turned into the hookup culture by women that wanted to exercise polygamy and all that other shit and spread her wings and fly. So she has her access granted. But now she becomes an everyday pump and dump for for pretty much. um, I wouldn't even say she becomes a typical pump and dump to any guy that she believes is high value. He doesn't have to be high value. He can just carry himself a certain way and bitches want to be around that. Even for a moment, she wants to be around that. You see what I mean? Bitches are like energy vampires. They can drain your energy just by being there. This is why you see guys losing their fucking minds over mediocre pussy. You see fat bitches and landwells getting all this praise online because you have guys who don't get any play, who don't get anything from women. It's f-ing wrong. Don't 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 give me the yearbook answer. Um, at least at least a minimum of six figures. <laughs> six figures. She wants a guy. By the way, she's 44. She was married for nine years, if I'm not mistaken. Fuck that up because, you know, this is a modern day female failure. Okay. A modern day female failure. Absolutely. Without a doubt. She is the epitome of utter failure as a person. 
not even really as a woman, but as a person, because you've had nine years. Like, and see, this is the thing about marriage and relationships. It's all the same. There's no real connection between man and woman in such relationships today with with people who are still like getting to that older point as a millennial like myself. Like I'll be 34 in like two weeks. Right. And by the way, I'm going to do a I'm going to do a four hour episode. I'm going to stay to my fucking word, even if I have to break it down into two parts. But. There's there's no genuine commitment. See that a, a committed relationship is almost something that's bizarre to speak of today. And if it's a committed relationship, it's a committed relationship that's been solid for like 20 some years or like, no, 30 plus years. And and that goes in the lines of man and woman meeting, not on a fucking camera phone, not on a computer, literally at a bar, literally at a mall somewhere and at the fucking club. Like, or, or like that's, you have to, you have to add on the fact that even if you think that you found that person as a man, you have to understand the the possibility of options that woman has. You see what I mean? You you are only there in in this case in the, in today's way of looking at it. You're only there for dick and wallet. Um, and if you if you essentially have dick, meaning if you essentially have looks, that's actually your best, that's your best option. That's, that's your most, that right there is your most fortunate event, right? You're just a nigga who's naturally good looking, or you're somebody who somehow made yourself into like a fucking eight or a nine from like a four or five. And a woman is going to be around you because of your looks, right? Versus wallet, if you're like a strictly, if you're like a dominant provider, a dominant provider is nothing more than a beta bucks deluxe. Cause you're still like, if you fuck up or if you fall off or if you lose your job or if you have a terrible event where you lose everything, a bitch will leave you. I've seen it in worst cases. In worst cases, guys will lose everything. Look at the situations where, you know, those who are fighting in this country overseas and salute to all of them. For those who are fighting overseas, you know, for the country and they get their fucking legs blown off, God forbid, or if something extreme happens and they're never the same. That woman who's back at the house, if she's not already fucking sucking, she's planning on leaving. But she's going to stay with that guy. And it's like I said it before, the man becomes a woman's retirement plan. So now women believe that they'll just they can just go out there, be hoes. And then when they feel that it's time that 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 guy who she dreams of is going to come and save her. And these women find out the very last minute that that's not the case. But these bitches and their high expectations at age 44, she expects a guy with six figures. 44, six figures. (laughs) She's 44, right? (laughs) 
Yes, clouded otter. How can you be past your prime and ask for a prime man? It's weird, huh? They won't give you the time of day in their prime in their 20s. And they expect you to give them your time when you're in your prime. Absolutely not. My problem is, is that I tend to attract narcissists. Whose fault is And that? I'm the complete opposite of a narcissist. Like Red flag number one. You see, women who use these terms, narcissists, as a judgment from a male's perspective, she's actually the narcissist. It's easy. Like, think about it like this, right? So women have, women are, women can be very self-centered and it's not that all of them are directly, but even the ones that you think they're not, you just haven't seen them in a circumstance where they're, they've become selfish and self-centered and it's became about them, right? A lot of guys who've been friend zone, a lot of guys who just hung out with women knowing that they wanted to fuck them. Those women know that they can get away with pretty much doing anything with that guy because that guy is generally interested. So if she says, well, I am kind of hungry. I'm about to go and get something to eat. He knows she knows that that guy, just by his nature, being a guy who's friend zone and still believes that if he becomes the emotional tampon long enough, she'll give him some sympathy pussy. It doesn't work. So. What happens is he'll go, oh, yeah, I'll take you out. Oh, yeah, I'm hungry myself. I'm about to go here. I'm about to go there. So it's easy. Like I said before, women and men, the reason why men don't men don't care to be friends with women like that is because man cannot benefit. Man cannot even speak freely around women. So why would he want to consistently hang with women that he's not even fucking? And then you're hanging out buddy-buddy with this bitch. And then there's other guys who are looking and saying, man, this guy's a fucking weasel. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Chad down the street is tearing that shit up. Now you looked at as a fucking fool. A disgraciad. Um, And I know I'm, I'm literally saying... Actually, boredom is the main reason, as we've seen from the research, of women cheating in droves, even when they're happy. Remember the article we did? Even when happy, boys, women will cheat because of a little bit of boredom. They want the varieties. They want the spice of life. They want to taste the rainbow, too. And when she gets that itch, there's nothing you can do to stop her. What, what, what I'm in here is there's no reason to be a good guy because, you know, when I was a good guy, women left me. But when I became a player, and yeah. like mud. And let me just say something, too, because I don't, I don't like this type of promotion. I really don't. Personally, I don't like this type of promotion. Um, a lot of guys are just not destined to be players. I'm not destined to be players. I don't have the care, consideration, or patience to deal with multiple bitches. I just don't. I, I I literally like that's not a fantasy. Maybe when I was growing up, but even then I looked at it mainly as sexual. Like, oh, I can fuck this bitch and then fuck this bitch. It's not like, hey, I can hang out and go to the movies with this chick and then I'm going to go uh, to a bar with this next chick. No, no, I'm trying to fuck that. All that all that trying to win a bitch over type of type of attitude. Let let the betas do that shit. All right.
and and then and then you have the guys that you know Bill Bellamy type of niggas, how to be a player type of niggas that get their heart broken and then they become savages. Now, do I blame them? Absolutely not. But do I support what they're doing? Absolutely not. You see what I mean? I I can only be fair in saying that. I would rather just be a guy who's just going my own way than to find myself in a position where I'm only looking for one woman. You see what I'm saying? Because women out here, they're for the community. They're everywhere. So you looking for one of those women, you're setting yourself up. You're setting yourself up for absolute failure. Mm-hmm. There's not many options. That's another thing. Well, there are plenty of options. 50, 51% of black men are single and childless. 64% of them are class. See what they're not. But a lot of them are ugly. Oh, oh, no, no, no. First of all, oh. Yep. Imagine saying that looking like this. Imagine. Because you start that shit, I'm going to get real raw with you. But it's big. Oh, I'm going to get real raw with you. Check that shit. It's fing raw. Because I'm not making any, any presumptions about looks or anything with you, so I'm not going to just soak men. You can't. I look a mess now, but I don't think I'm going to have to settle with a man that I don't find Okay, handsome. let's do it. 44 years old, looking for a guy who's making six figures. The expectations are so high, but even with how she is talking and how she is presenting herself, she's very low value. You don't even have to see this bitch to know that she is the scum of the earth, respectfully. And she puts herself in that. She puts herself in that category. Meanwhile, me, if I tell bitches I'm nothing special, bitch, you got nothing to expect from me. Just like I know most of you bitches have nothing to offer. So any of your expectations is in one ear and out the other. You see what I mean? But at the same time, I don't care to even know what your expectations are. I most likely know them. It's a height requirement. But then if a guy has a weight requirement, that's a problem. Right? It's 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 the height requirement for a woman. right? And then, of course, it's it's the double standard, almost the quadruple standard because it's just height and weight. So like body positivity. Matter of fact, I have some notes I want to go over real quick because this is what I was bringing up with um, the three, four, five, six, seven, eight theory. Now, the three, four, fives are representations of men. And I mean, by by woman's standards, even if you're a super attractive, you will be a five because her other her other like selections go along with money and then dependency and all this other crazy goofy shit. But women are six, seven, eight, right? So men representing uh, the three, four, five are uh, like, in this case, like the guy who's a five in this situation, he reaches his ceiling. Like that's, that's as attractive he can naturally get. You know what I mean? He's reached a point where he's like at the gym and he's like, he, he has a haircut, he has the outfits and he's keeping himself in shape, right? So he's the representation of someone who would like naturally good genetics, right? And and automatically attracts women on one aspect. But an average guy who's a representation of a four is partly based on income. So this is what I talk about where the average guy, think about it like this, like the average guy is essentially going to end up being a provider if he gets into a relationship. 
Now, it's not to say that the guy who's like naturally attractive doesn't have to deal with it, but like his sort of do or die aspect is is based on how much money he makes because he's average looking. But if he's average looking with a good amount of money and he's not a pushover, he'll be a better offer. Now, bitches will see the guy who's average. If the guy is average, she wants him to be like a servant. She wants him to have a lot of money and she wants him to be spineless so she can take advantage of him. Not in all cases, of course. But hell, if you look into the divorce rates, I mean, I don't, I don't even want to get into that. So, like I said, the average guy who would be a four when it comes to the three, four, five theory, he's going to be partially based on looks and income, a.k.a. money. And three and lower are essentially screwed. So they're 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 essentially defeated on online dating, dating in general, without self-development and income. So they would have to better themselves physically and financially to even be noticed in these cases, right? So now here we go. Like all that I listed, right? <coughs> they have no extra audience of women willing to give them the opportunity that most in shape men would give to an overweight bitch. Meaning, this is what I mean. So if like like guys guys know that if they're overweight they're at a very huge disadvantage when it comes to relationships and women and attraction right bitches don't even have to blink now they can be severely overweight they can look like they can be shaped like rikishi they can be shaped like the big show um they can be shaped like fucking refrigerators and and men are still going to gump out men are still going to simp men are still going to put a uh, put a bitch on a pedestal and for me i just feel that it's embarrassing because with women you know that when a woman sees a, a overweight man she's disgusted she's not going to hold it back most likely that's why if you see fat bitches right look look if you see fat bitches on on uh, Facebook Reels, you'll see nothing but gumps um, trying to holler at her, and you'll see nothing but uh, women encouraging her to continue to do so. In other words, encouraging her to stay beautiful the way that she is. Don't worry about what other people say. Even though you're severely overweight, even though you're at risk of all of these uh, health conditions. See, but I'm the misogynist, right? So... As a misogynist, I should have—I obviously shouldn't even be bringing up a bitch's health, but it is to make a point because women just celebrate and they praise chaos and dysfunction. That's what they do. And for women that say, "All right, you're just saying shit now. You're out of control." What what else do y'all do? And what else would you call gossiping? All bitches, most bitches do is sit back and they talk shit about most people that they spend most of their time hanging out with. <laughs> Tell me I'm fucking lying. And so, so much so that there's bitches that will say the same fucking thing. There's bitches that, that will hang out with guys as if motherfuckers don't get the clue. Another 304 slut.
as as if motherfuckers don't get the clue, right? She's hanging out with guys, and then she'll tell motherfuckers like, yeah, you know, bitches, bitches do nothing but talk shit. Bitches are about drama. Bitches do this. Bitches do that. And I'm not even saying I'm saying bitches just freely. She'll say women this, women that, and she's woman. Just telling on herself. That's why sometimes when women talk. You should just sit back and and just let them talk, because if you pay attention, what they've said within the first two minutes, they've completely contradicted it. And it can be five minutes down the line. Well, why would you rate yourself on a scale from one to ten? Just your face. You can't answer this question. A ten. Wow. Oh, poor baby. Now let's try this again. <laughs> you are not the most... God damn. R.I.P.K.S., man. But that, but look, this is what I don't understand about society, right? And this is just straight down to the fucking core of man and woman. And I can guarantee you, 30... But look, only 37% cents would disagree. And that word, that number just came off the top of my head. 37% of spineless simps are blue-pilled alphas that don't agree with this shit, right? The thing that bothers me with society is women are essentially taught that their tens, no matter how they look, right? No matter how they look, no matter what they look like, they're all tens. Okay. If a guy were to consider himself a 10, he would be a prick. He would be arrogant. But if he was close to that, he would be somewhat successful. A bitch who's a four, a bitch who's shaped like a dumpster, a bitch who's shaped like a refrigerator. Okay. A bitch shaped like a Tahoe. All right. The woman is shaped like a Tahoe. She can get all of that attention and let that clout get to her head and have her believe that she's 70 pounds overweight and still a 10. Kick fucking rocks. Christ. Beautiful woman in the world, cosmopolitan, ain't trying to get you to be on the cover. People ain't de- deemed you one of the most beautiful women in the world. Mm-hmm. You First thing you came out of your mouth, you said you're a 10, and you're not a 10. My face is not a 10. I don't have no makeup on, and my hair is not done, and this is all real hair. Mm-hmm. So. Ain't it sad how... Black women in particular, as a lot of black people would say, our women tend to, like, just because her hair is real, that's like, that adds, like, don't you, don't y'all see a problem in that? Like, or is it just me? Like, niggas, some niggas just don't give a fuck. Let's just be honest. Some niggas just don't give a fuck. They're going to be fucking bald headed bitches. Any fucking raw, actually. They fucking bald headed bitches raw. That's what they're that's what certain niggas is doing. Cause they don't give a fuck really. 
just to, I mean like but that that whole and my hair is real like that shit just what a fucking disgrace man Oh, I think I'm definitely a tech. Sickening. Cool, I bet you do. Mm-hmm. So, what, what was the last time you did any runway model like a print model? I've never been involved in that. Why not? Tens, that's what tens do. Not all tens. Oh, yeah. Not all tens, but you know what? You live in New York, right? Mm hmm. Right. See, when you're a 10, people discover you at the bank, at the bodega, at the gym. That happened when I was younger. My father. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna keep on moving. You're not a ten. You're living in, and, and a lot of you ladies just said this because <laughs> you're just like, you're not. You're not a ten. <laughs> what would you rate me as? My face. I'm not. No, no. You're not a ten because you're rating yourself up there with Rihanna and Halle Berry when she was young. That's what. Halle Berry when she was young wasn't a ten. Rihanna was not a ten. Me per. I'm, it's just my personal opinion. Now. I'm about to just move on to the uh, Jordan Peterson shit, actually, but <clears throat> let me just bring something up, cause I don't, I don't, I don't forget. Okay, he, this is the same guy who said that. Um, he said Nicki Minaj was like a nine. This is the same. Listen, come on, man. I don't know, man. R.I.P. to the legend, but goddamn. He had cataracts on his way out, apparently, because, look, the problem with most of these bitches today is that their beauty standard is from bitches who went under the knife. They have no natural beauty. They have nothing natural within them. That's why a bitch, and shout out to Austria D, shout out to AD, a bitch that can say she's comfortable in her own skin, but has to go outside with face paint is a fucking hypocrite. Pure, pure hypocrisy, bitch, because you got to <laughs> see. And this isn't this isn't me like being mean. It's just me being honest. Like y'all actually have to like cosplay every day. Essentially. Y'all have to cosplay every day. That would be like men LARPing every day, like live action role play, like niggas go in. You know, they put on their, their their shields, they put on their, like, old attire, and they just roam the streets with, like, that. that's, like, the same, It's it, it would be the equivalent. Because women, like I said, they, like I said before, women live, they live on a fantasy. They don't live in a fantasy, right? So, like, their fantasy is, they're the main character. It doesn't matter how miserable, unattractive, um, just completely uh, problematic, completely emotional. You know what I mean? Emotional, arguing about everything, and then eventually arguing about nothing. Like, uh, women are the only creatures that will argue with you for nothing. Like you could be doing nothing, not bothering her, staying to yourself, and she will argue with you because of it. See, this is why I don't really get the whole incel thing to a to an extent that these niggas really want that. You see the fuckery that's going on. 
y'all actually want to go out there still? I mean, I understand that y'all want to get your dick wet, but hey, man, you pay all these fucking retarded. They're damn near prostitutes anyway. I mean, they're already putting their bodies out there. I'm not promoting OnlyFans, but on comparison to paying money monthly, you can always go to fucking Pornhub. Like, I don't get guys. Like, today, the guys have just completely checked out, like, spiritually. They're just spiritually weak. They're not, it's not even a physical thing anymore. It's like they're spiritually weak. They have no, they have nothing left. They have no fight left in them. So they're just handing over their wallet, handing over their credit cards, putting all this money through their PayPal to these fucking meaningless series of holes who are really out there feeding off of the man's loneliness, feeding off the desperation of men, as well as uh, a lot of these dating apps, just to be 100% direct with y'all. Um, that's that's what it's came down to. So you'll always have, though, bitches like her, who's like 44. And it's not even the age, but it's the mentality, even though it's it drives further home that she's 44, that she's a female failure who doesn't have her life together and needs a man to, to have that happen for. Her. Now. That bitch, that the spirit of that bitch could be in a 23 year old. The spirit of that bitch can be in a 13-year-old, to be honest with you, to be 100% wrong. 100% wrong. It's wrong! But that's, that's, it's new now. It's, it's not even new. It's like, it's normal. This is the new normal, okay? This is the new normal. It's game over. This is the new normal, right? So now you'll have guys simping, um, borderline tricking, tricking without getting any tricks in the process. These 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 men are getting um, completely finessed, lined up by bitches. Some bitches are some bitches are annihilating these men. Then you got thoroughbreds. Then you got guys who's been on the field a few times. Made a couple power plays in the past. Looking at these bitches in the present and looking at most of... Um, there's no reward in dealing with a lot of these bitches. So a lot of guys just step out. Niggas just step out. This, that's it. But that is just a reminder. Women, most women, they're, they're responsible for a lot of this shit going on. The commitment of marriage is being 80% divorced by women themselves. That should already play a part into what I'm saying. I don't just talk shit. Well, I do talk shit. A lot of shit. But my shit is backed up by information. And not word of mouth. Not this faggot news network. These other uh, just completely despicable CNN. All these other... Like, look. 
let's be honest. Me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't really give a fuck about any of this shit. O- only reason I bring this shit up is because it's the power of repetition. I've been, I've been playing Kevin Samuels for a good minute. I've been playing Tribe for a good minute, right? But just a reminder, like you, as as you get older as a man, you'll still see women act like children. Like they they act like children, and they can get away with their level of maturity even though it's a lack there of maturity. But if you did something like play video games, you were like the fucking enemy. If you, um, if you watch sports, which I don't, but if you watch sports and a bitch doesn't, she'll make that seem like that's the worst thing in life that you can do. Like you're a borderline criminal for playing video games or you're childish for playing video games. And like I said, these women, they leave the house every day with 15 to 20 minutes of face paint on. 15 to 20 minutes worth of face paint. Makeup. Face paint. And their like their way of doing shit is just childish. Like it bothers me. <laughs> like it, it, it really starts to like if if you've been in similar situations and you came to the same conclusion, you understand what I'm talking about. It's a little bit, it's not, it's not red pill rage. It's kind of like just a reminder. It's one of those reminders. It's a red pill reminder. Like nigga, you, you're, you are on this path for a reason. Anytime, like, and I've, and I've did this several on several occasions. Anytime I would think about getting into a relationship all I would have to do is think about the past relationships and what would make this point going further any different, especially when I'm actually doing better off by myself than with bitches. So like, like for me, it's more of a logical decision than a emotional decision to go and continue going on the path that I'm going with most guys who I would say, I would say most guys in the 80%, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to get, annihilated because they're gonna they're gonna think that a lot of shit that I've been talking about a lot of shit that other guys talk about it's just toxic it's bad it's this and that this is all informative shit because because you because you can come across a woman who presents herself a certain way because you have something and once if 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 it's a facade or if it's something that she thinks that's true that it's not you'll see her switch up like that and then she'll become childish. She becomes like most of these other bitches out here that just, you know, run amok. It gives all women um, a bad name, essentially. Because like I said, a lot of dudes, they're not they're not patient enough. They don't have much of a tolerance anymore to just sit back and hear bitches cry and complain about absolutely nothing. And, and if it's not absolutely nothing, it's absolutely everything that they've put themselves through personally. They've chosen to sleep with the guys they slept with. They've chosen to have unprotected sex. They've chosen in a lot of cases to have the child just to get at just just to just to pretty much essentially incarcerate the baby father just to make a statement. This is how greedy bitches have became. Now, you can get mad at me for saying it, but it is the fucking truth. Like if you were to see several several cases of bitches and like child support a bitch could be a fucking drug addict right and a guy can be sober and working 
and she will they will still give that retarded bitch custody of the child over the man who's working and still get money from that nigga fucking with child support. And see, that's how that's how they began to destroy men. And then that whole masculinity shit, that was easy for them bitches because men are just naturally on that shit. Like even a man who's not even like I'll put it to you like this. Like let's say even even if a guy's a square, right? If he likes playing video games and he plays video games online, he's gonna curse, he's gonna yell. Like that's some masculine shit. That's shit that that most men do. Um football, watching football, if a team is losing, they're gonna yell, scream. Doesn't matter how they look, that's like their that's our behavior, right? And if you go to the schools, they try to tone all this shit down. It's like indoctrinating these little kids to essentially be uh, soy boys, grow up to be soy boys. And I'm not saying this in any sort of a, a homophobic fashion because I'm not even mentioning this. I'm not even talking about this in connection of uh, homosexuality or anything like that. I mean, they're turning them into weak-minded men. You see what I mean? So like... Oh, kindness and being considerate, that's the new form of masculinity. And it's like men are naturally more considerate than women. I don't even know where this type of bullshit comes from. If you ever notice, bitches have like really like if you if you break it down to like do or die situations, right? Bitches aren't really out, they're not really down like that. Like a man would be down to take a bitch out of the street if she was starving like if if a if a if a man knew a bitch and was cool with a bitch and knew that he was homeless and had nowhere to and she had nowhere to sleep he would go pick that bitch up provide her a fucking house right if a man was was homeless and you can look at the homeless demographics as is right these niggas don't, these bitches would look at, at them, laugh at them, can forget the fact that they were ever cool. Cause that's how a lot of women are, dude. Like, and I'm not saying this to be like crazy or like disrespectful. That's just years of really watching bitches and how they communicate. Because, like I said, most guys, most guys who pretend to want to really know about women, they don't really want to know about women. They just want to they want to be with women and in the process know about women, but they're not knowing about women. They're just knowing about women. See what I mean? Because they're looking for that companion and all that shit. See, when you get to my level of life, you you learn to just observe and collect data on these stupid bitches. And it's just a reminder for a lot of guys like some some guys aren't going to go to that path of marriage unless you truly want to. And once you do that, you begin to lower your expectations and your values to bitches who don't even hold a candle to you most most of the time. That's just the truth. That's why it's easier to indoctrinate the younger the younger group coming up. Cause now, you know, Andrew Tate's toxic and um Trump is toxic and who else? Alex Jones is toxic and all these other people who who are just picked magically by the opposing end. Those who actually celebrate 
aborting babies, doing their little death dance, little 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 cult, little cult shuffle and death dancing over over you know irresponsibilities. Bitches just being unaccountable for anything they do in life, like just, they're dancing, twerking to aborting babies. Like I, I shared something on Facebook like a couple days ago, and it was these Mexican bitches, and they were doing some type of goofy routine dance for celebrating abortions. And it's like, do we really need this? Like, like, and and this is why guys like me, I don't fucking care. I'll bring it up because these bitches are stupid. That's just what it breaks down to. These bitches are stupid. Okay. Let's just, let's just dance and celebrate aborting babies. Like, like you can't even make this shit up. You really can't. You can't even exaggerate this type of shit. This is really happening around the world. And what do these women expect men to do? Just sit back and be compliant to this fucking madness? I mean, of course, you're going to have soy boys and you're going to have King Simps, you know, just worshiping and praising and just ultimately belittling themselves just for some 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 percentage of appreciation and validation, which they get really none, little to none. They're just used, but they're they, they expect they expect niggas. And when I say niggas, I mean men universally to just sit back and just go, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll let that happen. All these genders and shit. Look, two genders, male, female. Don't like, I don't care about all the other things. No disrespect. But from my perspective, it's male and female. Okay. Now there's all these other situations that people are going to get triggered over. I can literally give two fucks at this point in life. I can literally give two fucks at this point in my existence. Okay. And see, look, guys, guys are always going to sit back. And there's always going to be a collective of guys who sit back and have some form of conversation to this degree where we acknowledge bitches ain't shit. And it's not like we're kings of the fucking universe or anything like that we're everyday hard-working individuals and bitches don't bitches can't even hold a candle to us but they'll expect everything in the world the moon and the stars and all the planets and whatnot and women are just so irresponsible like it's sad like i like i i laugh at a lot of this shit but it really is sad like a bitch is 44 expecting expecting a man who's making six figures to come in and hold it down for her. This is how delusional these fucking tramps are. And you know these bitches have been ran through. Like, come on, man. Like, this is this is just ridiculous. It's, it's just fucking sickening. It's just fucking sickening, man. I, I, I want to go... Where do I want to go next? It's 9.02... Just under an hour in. I've pretty much done everything. So I'm chilling. Fuck these people. 
let these niggas complain at this point. Uh, trying to figure out where I left off at here. Because I, I remember going over that. Or maybe it was another 40-something-year-old. Because Kevin Samuels was talking to a lot of these old washed-up bitches. And it was always an entertainment factor for me because he would just annihilate these bitches with reality and logic. And he was definitely, he definitely challenged, I'll use that term, he definitely challenged men as well to be a better them, okay? So I will acknowledge that. I want to go to a little bit of this Jordan Peterson shit first because what I'm going to end up doing is at about... 9.30, I'm going to pause this, or I might just share it and just upload it just as is, and then work on something when I get the fuck out of here, so let's jump into this Jordan Peterson shit, oh, let's not, hold on, I forgot, here we go, The person that you can completely map and who only does positive things for you, it's like, A, you don't know that person. B, they're not communicating with you, nor you with them. Maybe they're just subordinating themselves to you or you to them. And you're not growing. You want someone who can... It's a real relationship is a wrestling match. It's a grappling, it's a grappling phenomena that you both emerge transformed from. And that's what people want. They don't want to... See, this nigga, he's on his philosophical shit, which I respect. But I think with this analogy, men are tired of grappling. Men men are tired of wrestling. Men, men are tired of the struggle, struggling with these fucking retarded bitches to really even pursue relationships. Now, he's going to talk about, I think, like blindly trusting your partner or some shit like that. But I'm going to connect it because a lot of people I would consider... Jordan Peterson to sort of be in his own little space within the male space, but it's not like manosphere shit. And it's not red pill per se, but it's still, it's still very meaningful. There is meaning to what he's saying. It's just, you got to go through, you know, the philosophical manifestations of this man. Pushover, not, not unless there's something wrong with them. You know, a narcissistic person who never wants to be challenged will want a partner who does nothing but deliver exactly what they're told to deliver, but they will mistreat them beyond belief. What does the optimal relationship look like in terms of positive and negative emotion? You might say, well, utopia, nothing but positive interactions. It's like, no. Imagine you get people to code the interactions they have with their partner during the day, you know, you sample it. You say, was that interaction positive or negative? And then what you're trying to do is predict the longevity of the relationship. Okay, so here's the data. If it falls under five positive interactions to one negative interaction, the relationship doesn't continue. Fair enough, too much negative. That's easy to understand. If it exceeds 11 positive to one negative, the relationship doesn't last. Why? No challenge. No challenge, repetition, like constant, same routines. Like it's it's gonna get deep, but bitches get bored. Like, do and, and men get bored too, but bitches get bored faster because they have so much access to other options. 
it's it's very simple. Like there's no philosophical shit breaking down for me. It's like the reason why a woman who finds that quote unquote that guy right. Well, today there's a lot of meanings. One, if she even comes across a guy like that, she's usually already down to several bodies. So she will not really acknowledge him right away as that guy until she's fucking broken down 10 years down the line. But even if it's that guy, that charming guy, that guy who gives her the tingles and all that shit, she's going to get bored from that guy's gentleman ways and all this shit. She will get bored. It will be repetitive to her. She will she will sleep around. Right? What do you want from your partner? Bliss? No. No, no, you don't. You'll have fantasies about the ideal. That, that often happens in, in a romantic relationship, especially at the beginning of it. Just, you know, you, you project your idealization onto the person that you're romantically attracted to. That's the projection of an archetype. So Jung would say the woman will project an animus onto the man. The animus is her conceptualization of what the ideal man is. It's unconscious because it's rooted in fantasy. And the man will be in concordance with that projection in some areas. That's those are the areas where she likes him, by the way, and will be discordant in other areas. And that's the areas where she constantly dis- disappoints him as the relationship develops. So the, re- the projection is there in part to help the person understand who it is that they're dealing with. Because when you meet someone, you have to, you have to assume something about them. It's the same as projection. You have to assume something about them. And if you find them fascinating, which is what happens if you fall in love, maybe it's because they smell good or they're symmetrical or something, you immediately assume that, well, those things really matter. You immediately assume. All right, so like let me just be honest like this this whole stage and shit is irrelevant to most men i'm just going to be honest and i'm going to tell you why love is always without without family without genuine connection it will always be temporary just like friendship friendship in a lot of ways is temporary things in life including life itself is temporary okay now, if you put that into a dark perspective, you can see that you can see all of the negative. But if you're able to put it in a positive light, then you can realize that, you know, and you're not as a man, you'll hit you'll hit to you'll go to a point where you're just not willing to commit like that. And the reason can be your past relationships. Your reason can be um, you actually understanding of what's going on around you you have an understanding of what's going on around you and not being guilted or made to feel awkward because of that because you as a man decided that you were better off making your moves doing what you need to do and the women who do come through or if a woman does come through she has the understanding of yeah, nothing long-term, you know, short-term interaction, possibly a pay-for-play because you pay him to leave, not to stay. And and you have to, you have to do what you have to do. Now, all of this, like, relationship shit, like, to me, it's irrelevant because that whole establishment is completely destroyed. Like, that whole, that whole looking for a relationship and the reasons why things didn't go right type of shit that that to me is is retarded because 
there's only but a few guys who are truly introspective or able to be introspective and to go back like I've always done in my previous uh, relationships and previous episodes talking about a lot of these relationships. I can be able to go back and bring up something that could be embarrassing, could be funny as fuck, but it's also something that I've learned from. I think most guys aren't able to do that. So when you just tell guys to just ignore the problems that you've had in the past with women and just continue to push forward in hopes of, you know, getting to that point, I don't I don't feel that to be all worth the while, personally. That they embody the ideal. It's an oversimplification, but oversimplification has a basis, and the basis is if it's interesting to me, it must be close to the ideal. Well, yeah, except the person that you're going out with, attracted to, is warped and bent and flawed and twisted, you know, three hundred ways. That you'll find that out soon enough, just as they will about you, and that often just blows the relationship into bits because the person will say, "Oh yeah." She wasn't who I thought she was. It's like, well, who said, whoever said she was who you thought she was? It's like, where did you get... See, that's that love and that's lust. That's not love. It's easy to say, but I think a lot of guys and women get lust mixed with love. See, a woman's lust is knowing that she can, she can essentially get whatever she wants from a man including his time. See, she wants his belongings and and the possessions and the money, but she also wants his time. She wants his undivided attention, right? That's her lust. Now, the burden of performance from the male's perspective is having to provide that life, not being around 24-7 for her, having to make money and bring money back and contribute to the household that she's staying under. See, women don't realize that she'll she'll want those type of she'll want that type of lifestyle, but she knows in a lot of cases she's not able to get that without a man. And it's because of the man that can't provide what she expects, it's all men are this, all men are that. And that's why I say bitches ain't shit. The misapprehension that she was going to be who you thought she was. God, what do you know? You know, you're led, you're led around by your sense of smell and your ability to detect symmetry. You have an intimate relationship. You've had it for 10 years. You trust your partner. So what does that mean? You know where you are. You know who you are. And you have a pretty good idea of, who, of where you're going. And then one day you find out that your partner has been cheating on you, not with one person, but with three people. That's for the whole 10 years. Yeah. Well, hypothetically. That's a cock character. She, she went on. That has to be the worst. Like, not just to be cheated on, because that's bad enough, but. For her to literally go on the cock carousel and say, well, I fucked this one guy and I didn't get caught. What about these other guys? And she just went for it. Like, that's brutal, man. That comes as a shock. Although you may have ignored many intimations that such might be the case. Irrelevant. Let's say it comes as a shock. Well, what happens to you? Well, you don't know where you are. You don't know where you've been. That's interesting, eh? Because you think... You know where you've been because you've already been there, but all of a sudden something can happen so that you are so flipped over that you don't even know where you were. 
So that means in some sense the past is dependent on the present, a very peculiar thing. You also have no idea where you're going. In terms of not knowing where you are, that's deep, babe, because you might think, well, I, you know, I thought it was in a marriage. That turns out to be wrong. I thought I knew who my wife or husband was. That turns out to be wrong. I concluded on the basis that I knew my wife, that I knew something about women. That turned out to be wrong. I thought I was in a relationship with someone I could trust. That is wrong. I don't know enough about trust. I'm obviously too gullible. And so what that does is throw virtually everything that's ever happened to me in severe doubt, right? That's the emergence of chaos. And that's this. Sometimes you're going from point A to point B and something you don't expect manifests itself in the middle of your plan, but it's not such a catastrophe because you can just work around it. And then sometimes something pops up and like you just do not have a plan anymore. And so then you might ask yourself just exactly where you are you when you don't know where you are. And I would say that's a place. And it's actually a place that's well documented in classic religious and mythological stories. That's chaos. The Taoists, for example, they believe that the world is made out of chaos and order. Well, order, that's where you are when what you do gets you what you want. All right. It's balance. All right. Pretty much. It's balance. <coughs> Light, dark, good, evil. The yin yang. Right. Um, I'm not really, I, I haven't really been more of a philosophical person just because it's not that it's easy to translate it, but it's it's not, like, in my way of looking at it, it's just wonderfully worded. It's not really fancy. You have to take the good with the bad, because if you have too much of good, then then what would be the point? You see what I mean? If everything was perfect, what would be the point? People bring up a perfect world and all this other stupid shit, but what would that be? We couldn't even imagine it because we've we've been more paying attention to the chaos rather than the possible positive that's been going on or the fact that a lot of men are choosing to wake up and a lot of men are choosing to unplug from the modern day matrix, which is social media. And really tap into the raw, the real, and the red pill. It's wrong. Okay. Because look, I, I can tell you like this. Like Jordan Peterson to me, like he's, he, he says a lot of real shit, but it's just behind a lot of unnecessary analogies and shit like that. Now, I can say that because I, I come up with a lot of dumb analogies myself. But at the same time, I don't I don't profess to be any any anybody but a regular blue collar guy with a red pill perspective and just experience. And, and, and it's not just like experience, like being with a bunch of bitches. It's more of like being around a bunch of bitches. Constantly being around a bunch of bitches, hearing how they communicate when they believe that no man's present. Like, look, yo. Shit is crazy. Chaos. That's where you are when you have no idea what's going on. And you might ask, well, is there a way that you should act when you're in chaos? And the answer to that is there better be because it's a place you're going to visit several times during your life. 
and everyone visits that. And so let's say they got post-traumatic stress disorder because, again, because a relationship collapsed on them suddenly, which is quite common. You know, they get betrayed or someone leaves them suddenly and then they don't know what to do because, especially if they're conscientious, because then they just tear themselves into pieces trying to figure out what they did wrong to bring about that event. See that right there? That's the reality of a lot of guys. If, if you've been in a relationship with a woman plus 20 years, you've kind of skipped, in a lot of ways, the super cyber wave of social media. So nine times out of 10, your conversations and interactions were organic. It didn't involve a phone. It didn't involve a computer. Maybe it involved a computer, but not as not as like invasive and not as in your face, literally, as a phone. And I've always been one of those people who are old-fashioned in that sense and say that social media is bad when it comes to human interaction. It's not bad when it comes to networking. To me, that's different. If you're talking about um, people coming together are, you know, old friends coming together and reconnecting shit like that. Cool. But if everything is solidly based on communicating with somebody online, there's no wonder why you'll have socially awkward guys, young men coming up who never generally had a genuine conversation with a woman face to face in a lot of cases, because it's all in the chat log. It's all on the DM. Like a lot of a lot of people don't think about this shit. And I think that that really bothers me. The fact that no, there's not really a lot of people who generally bring this up. It's like everybody's blinded. Everybody's, like I said, plugged in. And the reason they're doing that is because they want to retool their perceptions and their actions so that the probability that they'll have the same experience again is minimized. And their mind won't leave them alone until they do it. And no wonder, right? Because if you fall into a big pit and you get really hurt, the first thing you should figure out is how to not fall into big pits anymore. And your mind is set up exactly for that. And so what you do with someone who's having problems like that, so maybe they're waking up at the middle of the night obsessing about what went wrong, is you walk them through it. You do a situational analysis first because one of the oversimplifications that people make, and this is especially true for conscientious people, is if something bad happened to me, I must have done something to deserve it. Now, that's actually a pretty functional idea because it suggests that there are things about your behavior that you could change that would make the future better. But the problem is, is that say if it's the collapse of a relationship and you've been with that person for eight years or, or longer, well, you did so many things with them that the idea that you did something wrong pretty much extends to every single thing you ever did with them. And that's, how are you gonna fix that? And so that's part of the trauma, actually, the, the, the trauma. You're not gonna fix that. Now, let, me just, let me just say, um, you're not gonna fix that. I feel sorry for a lot of guys who've been in relationships, even that exceeds five years, because it's obvious that you've had some investment. As a man, the man leaves losing the most. He's the one who invested the most. doesn't matter how you sugarcoat it. Like, bitches can't 
bitches can't make up their pussy. They can't turn themselves into different women. He's he's invested all of his time, effort, and income to one bitch. And regardless of how the relationship ends, which in most cases, the guy's getting cheated on, a guy, it's, you know, it's a never-ending cycle. The guy will be the one getting cheated on, right? And the guy will be the one investing the most into the relationship. But she's already found her options, and she's already exercising her options while in a relationship. That way, she can still get the security, a.k.a. the beta bucks, from the guy she's fucking, you know, cheating around on. And she can get her thrill by the guys who are just laying pipe. You're not, you're not, see, it, that's why dudes like Jordan Peterson, he, he kind of got dragged by a lot of the guys in, in the MGTOW uh, community because really you can't, you can't give like a, a lighthearted or just sort of a, um, like I can't even I can't even describe how this motherfucker did it. Like it was almost like a backhanded apology. Because he called MGTOW weasels. And it's like some guys just don't they'll they'll never understand because they're so stuck on like it, for him it would be like his college and experience and university and professor. I don't fucking whatever he does in life, that's what solidifies him. As a man who just stays true to himself, and as a man who decides to go his own way, that and, and, and one guy going his own way isn't a representation of everybody. That's the thing about the male space, manosphere, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Even in the red pill, because me personally, I'm tired of these fucking washed up PUAs. So I've been I beginning to go more into harsh reality, black pill mode, where I have to tell people just what it is. If you've been in a relationship and a bitch cheated on you for like seven years and you finally found out about, found out about it, there's probably a good chance she cheated on you before. I'm not telling you this for you to feel bad about yourself. I just want you to realize what the fuck really happened. See, as a man, you get weak in a relationship and a bitch gets stronger in a relationship. This is a fact. You become weak as a man in a relationship. Now, this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but if you're dealing with a type of woman that I'm talking about, it is a terrible thing, right? You get weak. You have compassion. You're caring. You're considerate. And women who are in a position that I'm talking about, they look at you as weak and pathetic. And they're going to run circles on you. They're going to humiliate you in public. They're just going to start arguments out of nowhere because they know you are just going to tolerate it. And it's not until you finally walk away and get over the bitch and move on with life, you're going to you're going to put yourself in a grave. You're going to put yourself on a noose. You're going to take pills. You're going to find a way to self-delete because women see like women have such a way of manipulation in mind games. It's like the most evil strategic geniuses that that exist are some women because there were there were women that I knew that was that was getting money from at least five or six men and they weren't doing shit they would they would pull up 
drop off her drop her off money and keep going. She would get like close to three hundred dollars from 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 a total of five different men. No bullshit. Just by like, like I said, just by being present, just by giving them, just by giving men the the illusion of the possibility of fucking her, these men are willing to empty their pockets. This is why women will subject themselves or object themselves to be absolute uh, modern day prostitutes. Without a doubt. So like guys today, even when they hear about these retarded videos about relationships and shit, like most guys laugh at it because yeah, we could have been in those positions. We've, we've could have been in those situations where we've had, we have children or we have a child with a woman that we cannot stand. But a lot of us are fortunate to not be in them circumstances. It's just, you got to stop. You got to stop and really look at the, um, the, you have to look at the positive aspects in a lot of shit, even in negative situations. And like I've always stated, um, past relationships are nothing more than a learning experience. But when it comes to certain bitches, I still get a little triggered. And that's just me being honest. But in all actuality, I can't blame anybody but myself for being with those bitches and choosing to be with those bitches because those bitches chose to fuck me. They are the gatekeepers of sex. I chose them within a relationship. I was the gatekeeper of the relationship. And for me, even choosing to be a gatekeeper within a lot of situations with a lot of these bitches, that right there can 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 go on into like a, a two-hour fucking rant in itself. But I'm going to wrap this shit up because we're about an hour and 22 minutes in. I want to have this up, uploaded by at least 10. So when I leave at 10, 15, I'll have another hour loaded up. I'm going to look for some videos. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah, Crimson Capsule Chapel, signing out. Peace.